Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. News Radio WRVA Thursday afternoon, or as I like to call it, Friday Eve. Oh, just has a much better feel to it, doesn't it? Friday Eve. Uh, our buddy Matt Donardo is going to be here in a half an hour. Uh, weatherman extraordinaire from uh, 8 News, ABC 8. You know, we're very, very, very happy, very excited about the fact that uh, we are uh, partnering up with 8 News on so much these days. They're great folks over there. Shane Moreland has just put together an, uh, an award-winning team in their newsroom, actual reporters, actual journalists, which is fantastic. And uh, hopefully they'll be doing even more uh, on our behalf, if you will. But uh, Matt's going to be with us, uh, not not really weather-wise, but uh, because he's, he's doing some great stuff on behalf of community members with special needs and you know that just kind of hits really 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 close to home so we'll chat with him in, in just about a half an hour tickets for politics and pints presented by chronic care of richmond they're flying out the door gang and i don't honestly know how many we have left we've got a couple we got a few and if you want to go it's it's coming up on wednesday november the first 7 p.m., the uh, historic Beacon Theater down in Hopewell. If you want to go, I would urge you jump over to the website now, newsradiowrba.com, newsradiowrba.com, and uh, get them while you can get them. As simple as that. They're, they're, there's some left. There's not a lot. So I, I'd love to see you there. I'd love for you to be part of this. It's a great time. But again, time is definitely of the essence for you if you would like to come. NewsRadioWRBA.com. So I, I, I came across a story which I have to share with you. And there is a part of me which I'm not really even sure how to start this. But uh, it's from the Harvard Crimson. That's the, uh, the newspaper on the Harvard University campus. And coming as it does, just... Uh, couple of hours after we had a chance to chat with Alan Dershowitz, Professor Emeritus from Harvard University. I thought this was uh, uh, rather telling. You ready for this? Harvard creates task force for doxxed students amid backlash over Israel's statement. Now, you might recall two weeks ago a collection of uh, highly educated, useful idiots at Harvard University 
decided that they would come out in favor of the murderous scumbags who are Hamas. Hamas, which broke into Israel, slaughtered, slaughtered 1,400 innocent Jews, killed everybody, 260 people at a music festival amongst them, did unspeakable acts upon grandmothers and infants, kidnapped and is still holding hostage approximately 200 innocent people. You remember that, don't you? And these useful idiots at the Harvard University decided they would stand with those murderous scumbags. And guess what happened? People who are not necessarily left, right, or center said, Oh my God, that's disgusting. It's disgusting. And we need to tell people about what these morons on campus are doing. And so they started doing exactly that. They started identifying these useful idiots on the Harvard University campus. And all of a sudden, some of these fine, upstanding murder-supporting Delta Bravos found themselves receiving notes from employers, well, anticipated employment agreements being canceled. Well, they were none too happy about it. Now, remember, these are the same people who take such great delight in, in doxing and harassing and canceling anybody who might dare to have an opinion that differs from theirs. And they, uh, well, they, they don't seem all that happy that this has happened to them. So Harvard University has now established a task force to support, that's right, the terror-friendly students. Not the innocent people, not the innocent students who are being harassed, but rather the Hamas-supporting dirtbags at Harvard. The new task force will be in operation until November the 3rd, at which point the task force will reassess its efforts to ensure that its work meets student needs, according to an email obtained by the Harvard Crimson. The message, dated Tuesday, was sent to doxed students by the dean of students, Thomas Dunn. Wow. Quote, we are truly grateful for all the tremendous work that students have put forth in supporting each other through this most difficult time, and we appreciate the collaborative spirit in which students, faculty, and staff have come together to repel this repugnant assault on our community. Now, understand what it is that uh, Dean Dunn is talking about when he talks about this repugnant assault. No, no, it's, it's not the actions by the students supporting the murderers of Hamas, he's totally okay with that. What he finds repugnant is the fact that those students have been clearly identified and many employers have said, we don't want you working for us. Wow. Aside from serving as a single point of contact, the task force will communicate proactively with students to share available resources 
ensure the coordination of services, hear student concerns and suggestions, and communicate with residential staff and other college administrators. Huh. Hmm. Uh, The formation of the task force comes more than two weeks after more than 30 student organizations drew national backlash for signing on to the controversial statement, which was penned by the Harvard Undergraduate Palestine Solidarity Committee, otherwise known as the Useful Idiots. In the weeks that have followed, students have faced doxing on websites, social media, and a billboard truck displaying group members' names and faces and describing them as Harvard's leading anti-Semites. Wow. Well, I, you know, call me crazy, but they are, in fact, Harvard's leading anti-Semites, at least in the student body. As Professor Dershowitz shared with us yesterday, you're going to find a boatload of anti-Semites in the faculty as well. So the Dean of Students will lead this task force alongside Harvard University Information Technology, the Harvard University Police Department, the Counseling and Mental Health Service Office, the Office of General Counsel, the Center for Career Success, the Office of Undergraduate Research and Fellowships, and the Office of Undergraduate Education. Wow. That's a lot of people, huh? Man, oh, man. Jeez. The uh, task force so far has advised those who have been doxxed to consider disabling their social media accounts. Oh, okay. How about suggesting to them that they don't side with murderous thugs? I I mean, look, I'm spitballing here. Somewhere, I guarantee, in some box we boxed up for my mom's old house in Boca... Uh, I guarantee you somewhere is my rejection letter from Harvard. Well, I I, I did. I got one. Oh, let me tell you something. When I applied to Harvard, I am pretty sure that I entertained the vast majority of the uh, admissions office because they, I'm sure, I could just imagine this playing out in my head that they got and they went, hey, Hey, Poppy, Biffy, take a look at this. You are not going to believe. No, serious. No, no. Read his application and all. Oh, good. Who wants to write the letter? Who wants to write the letter? But anyway, um, it would seem to me that, I mean, with all of these students who are just so, so much smarter than the rest of us, right? They really are. They're, they're, they're just so much smarter. How did they not figure out that they shouldn't be supporting Thugs, savages, I don't know. Oh, and the uh, Information Technology Department and Career Services Center is also reaching out to employers to, quote, independently vouch for the students and discredit the doxxed profiles. Except the problem is Career Services Office, your students are in fact dirtbags who actively, passionately supported the slaughter of Jews. So no no offense to you, but you're about as useful an idiot as many of your students are.
quote, ready for this? It is deplorable that at the time of this writing, the Harvard administration has yet to meaningfully criticize or condemn the public doxing campaigns threatening students, primarily targeting marginalized students who are Palestinian, black, Arab, South Asian, Muslim, undocumented, and or international. They did leave out uh, a couple of things. Uh, Those students are overwhelmingly dirtbags, supporting other dirtbags, idiots, useful idiots, supporting the slaughter of innocent Jews. I don't know if that's like one of those uh, tomato-tomato things. You know what I mean? Where, well, you you may pronounce it this way, I may pronounce it that way, but uh, when all is said and done, we can see exactly what it is that they've done. I don't feel the least bit sorry for those students. I really don't. It's one thing to uh, be part of a protest against, I don't know, a political candidate or an issue that you disagree on, but when you decide... To go all in with with the, the the brutal, savage rape, abuse, assault, slaughter of innocent people from newborn children. In fact, you remember you know the story of the the preborn baby who was cut from the mother's womb, beheaded in front of the mother. So that she could see it. And then she herself was raped and beheaded. Those Harvard students decided to stand with the, the, the animals that did that. I wouldn't give them a job for all the money in the world. It is 316 Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Three twenty-one, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Thursday afternoon, but I'm telling you, sounds and feels so much better when you refer to it as Friday Eve. I uh, will tell you, we've got uh, Brian Kilmeade. I'm locking in uh, that uh, quite literally as we speak. If you're uh, with me on the uh, Jeff Katz Live Cats over on uh, Getter. Uh, you're, you you were watching me uh, do some typing, so I'm getting Brian Kilmeade locked in right now. Oh, and uh, Senator Katie Britt from Alabama, uh, getting her locked in as well. So two more big names coming to the program. I love the fact that we are able to bring such huge names to this program, and I, I appreciate the kind words. There are a lot of folks who have reached out uh, through the years and said, man, uh, it, it is so nice. It is so nice that you have folks like, you know, the Glenn Becks and the Todd Starnes and the Bill O'Reilly's and then Brian Kilmeade and uh, Alan Dershowitz and some other folks. Uh, and, and here's the deal, as that despicable presidential meat puppet might say. But truthfully, here's the deal. Uh, I've been doing it for a long time, and I, I, I've done it on the national stage for so long that you have the opportunity to make these connections. You get to be friends with the uh, people. I was wa- I'm wearing my Tacova's boots on uh, Sunday at the Dominion Energy Charity uh, Classic, and somebody said, "Oh, you're wearing the official Glenn Beck golf shoes." Yeah, well, 
sort of, like the king of the divots now. But uh, we do have a lot of great stuff coming up. And I, I really am uh, just, I, I'm happy. I'm always happy and I'm very proud to be able to uh, bring the uh, bigger names to our station. I just, uh, I think it's a great thing to do and uh, certainly is a enjoyable time for me. Now, Having said all of that, let me remind you, our buddy uh, Matt Denard is going to be with us in a couple of moments. Now, you know him as this uh, incredibly talented uh, weather prognosticator over at 8 News, ABC 8. And we are just so excited about uh, teaming up with Channel 8 now as we move forward. And, and we've just made some, uh, I think, some great improvements, and that's uh, that's a big one. That is a big, big one. Uh, but Matt is also doing some great stuff to help people in our special needs community here in Central Virginia. And that's really what I wanted to chat with him about. Uh, just doing a, a lot of stuff that, in, in all candor, he doesn't need to. But he chooses to, which I think says, uh, says a lot about him. Tickets, well, look, they're just about gone. We, we've got a couple of handfuls left, I guess. So I, I, I don't have any numbers. Somebody just sent me, you know, Jeff, well, how many tickets do you have left? I don't know. It's a hand, a couple of handfuls. So if you would like to come to Politics and Pints presented by Chronic Care of Richmond, remind you, it's this Wednesday. It's this Wednesday, November the 1st, 7 p.m., the historic Beacon Theater in Hopewell. It's going to be a great time. It's always a great time. It's me. So you know it's going to be a great time. It's John Reed. So you know it's going to be a great time. It's Howard Gutman. All right, two out of three on that one. But Gary Hess is there, and Gary tries to keep everything right there on the rails. And we've got sort of a special uh, opening act, if you will. Former Virginia Governor Doug Wilder is actually going to join us on stage for about 10 minutes or so, right at the beginning of it. If you already got your VIP package, well, good for you, because Governor Wilder is going to be at the VIP meet and greet. But not to worry. You'll still get great seats if you're getting the general admission tickets that are there right now at NewsRadioWRVA.com. Great view of everything. And a pint. I mean, how can you possibly go wrong? Seriously, you got, well, you got time right here, because we will reconvene at 335 with uh, Matt DiNardo. Jump online right now. NewsRadioWRVA.com. NewsRadioWRVA.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get your tickets for Politics and Pints presented by Chronic Care of Richmond before they are all gone. 327, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Thirty-five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Thursday. And I swear to you, it is so much better to say Friday Eve. Oh, I love the sound of that. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff that we are dealing with this afternoon, and you have noticed, and we are so thrilled that uh, we are now involved with our friends uh, over at 8 News so much uh, so much more deeply. You know, all of the weather forecasts are just a thousand times better than they ever were. We've got uh, Matt DiNardo and John Bernier, and uh, I'm happy to say that Matt DiNardo is joining us this afternoon. Matt, thank you for being here, man. Yes, my pleasure. That's a super nice intro, and I'll take that every day of the week. Well, dude, you guys rock, and I, I I love what you do over there, and not just the weather stuff. It's just such a great team that uh, Shane and, and Larry in the past put together. Yeah, no, it, it really is. It's a great team, I, and, uh, you know, I mean, we work hard, real hard as a team, and, you know, we, we try to develop the stories that I think um, matter most to people in central Virginia, right, in the listening area. And, and, of course, with weather, John and I, you know, John's been there, 35-plus years. I've been here nearly 20. You know, we have Tyler and Jacqueline who have been there within the past year, and we're teaching them the ropes and all. But, I mean, it's a great team, and it's a lot of fun. And the weather here is challenging, but that's why we live here. I mean, you know, look, we've been talking the weather with you, you know, past couple of of weeks and all. And, I mean, this week we have, you know, a little taste of summer, and by next Tuesday it's going to be like, whoa, hey, fall, how are (laughs) you? I don't know. I don't know whether to have shorts on or sweats on, or I mean, you got we got the gloves in the offing. It's crazy, but uh, for you as a meteorologist, man, that that really does just have to make it consistently exciting. It does. So I mean, look, I, I grew up in Long Island, okay, yeah. and at age five, I witnessed my first blizzard, and I didn't know really anything about weather other than that fact that, wow, all this snow fell, right? Really cool. And then in eighth grade, I took earth science. And from that point on, I was completely hooked. And if I was, you know, to go back in time, and if I were to do something different, I'd probably still be staring out the window, wanting to know what the weather is. So I picked a career that is really nothing more than my hobby. Ah. And so that makes it fun. Yeah. Well, it comes across. That's one of the things that uh, I just think is so wonderful about uh, what uh, 8 News does, what, what what you do in particular. It is clear that you are having fun. Uh, the, the Facebook Live things, all those things that uh, I've seen with all of the special weather events where you're popping up on social media and it's all real time. And you can see, I mean, we I, look, my wife is addicted to weather in the same way that uh, uh, 13-year-old boys are looking for Playboy magazines. I mean, she is. Just, it's, it is weather porn in our house. And uh, I don't know how to tell you this. You're like you're like her favorite. You're the star. Oh, that's just that's super sweet. And tell your wife, thank you very much. Look, I I, I never take 
any viewer, any listener for granted. I mean, you think about, you know, especially in TV today, right? There's 5 billion channels to choose from. And the fact that somebody actually makes a conscious decision to turn on 8 News and Good Morning Richmond or 8 News at 9 and get the weather from me is more humbling than I think you and I could ever really explain to a viewer and or a listener. Yeah. Oh, it, it is just super cool, isn't it, to realize yeah, that there it, are people that, and, and I don't know if it's that they they have higher opinions of us than we have of us, but, I mean, that's great. I mean, they people are so grateful for, uh, for what occurs on the air, whether it's the radio or the television. Now, you mentioned it's your hobby, but in all candor, if you could get paid to go on these fishing expeditions, you would do that, wouldn't you? Uh, well, you, well you, you, I mean, look, you, you're, you and I are friends on Facebook, not just a Facebook page, but like, you know, true, the friend yeah. portion, right? And you see what I do in my off time. If I am not at a softball field with my daughter who plays college softball for the University of Lynchburg, I'm sorry, I had to plug that, oh, then yeah. you know I'm on a river fishing. And yes, I mean, that's my, that's my second love in life is, you know, being on a river, catching fish, being with friends, that kind of a thing. And sure, if you want to pay me to fish, <laughs> I might have to think about that one. <laughs> I want to remind everybody that the great Matt DiNardo is joining us from 8 News, meteorologist over there. Now, now you grew up on Long Island, Matt. I want everybody to understand that. So you understand uh, real, frosty, terrible storms that come blowing in. But then you got John Bernier, and, uh, you know, like me, like Heidi, he's got the whole New England connection. So, you know, we get a foot of snow. We're still in flip-flops and T-shirts. Okay, so let let me just expand. Right, so I grew up on Long Island. Age 17, I went to the State University of New York at Albany, graduated from that with a Bachelor of Science in Atmospheric Science Meteorology. And in 1993, when I graduated, I started my first job in the small little town of Utica, New York. (laughs) Since you're from New England, it's halfway between Syracuse and Albany. And let me tell you, you talk about snow. I spent 11 years there, weekends, mornings, and then evenings, That's the reason why I moved south, to get away from snow. My first year there, we had 176 inches of snow. You couldn't see across the parking lot. It was crazy stupid. Exciting as anything. And that just never stopped. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, you're mentioning Utica. My youngest Mm -hmm. boy, who hates cold weather more than any of us, do you know where he's going to school, sir? Ithaca College. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. The Finger Lakes. Gorgeous. Just Uh, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. But I told him I would see him in the spring. There's no way I'm going up there between September and June. You gotta wait for it Heck to fall no. out. I mean, it, look, it snows from Halloween to Mother's Day. <laughs> I cannot tell you the amount of Mother's Day I've ruined up there. <laughs> hey, um, we're gonna be snowing in thirty-five, you know, oh. and here comes eight inches on Mother's Day. That's so oh. wrong. Oh. Yeah, it is wrong. It is wrong. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> he's 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 uh, he's dealing with it, I suppose. Hey, I've got to ask you. You mentioned your yeah. daughter, who was a standout uh, ball player at University of Lynchburg, and I love seeing those photos, man. God, they're just, uh, I mean, she, she was a standout at Cosby, and now University yep. of Lynchburg, she's just, she's kicking some uh, softball rear end. Well, thank you. Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, and she does it, you know, which is awesome. Yeah. 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 Why are you so involved helping special needs community? Uh, you know, boy, I think it's, so I'm fortunate I have a a daughter who is is 
you know, uh, stand out in, in, in softball, stand out in sports, stand out. and 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 I, I want and and every parent wants their child to stand out in their own field. So back in January, I got a call from um, the head of uh, Virginia Down Syndrome, yep. and they said, "Hey, Matt, would you help us out with um, a Dancing with the Stars thing?" And I said. I, I'm not a star. I don't dance. And they said, no, no, you don't get it. We want you to work with some of our children and be their partner. They're the stars. And I'm like, I'm in. 100% in. Because I want these kids to showcase themselves. I want to be there when they're smiling. And let me tell you, Jeff, the most nervous I ever was was walking in to the first dance rehearsal to meet my partner, uh, Logan, and he came right up to me, and he just goes, hey, buddy, and I just melted, just melted. I mean, I was like, Logan, I'm so happy to meet you. Let's have some fun. And he was a ham in a great way, and the smiles on his face, and when we finally finished the rehearsals and we did this wonderful Dance with the Stars uh, charity event, I mean, the applause, the smiles, the tears, I mean, it was just so easy to do, and, and you know, you just fall in love with kids, kids of all types, all ages, everything. And boy, Logan and all the others, I mean, it was so much fun. And so then they asked me a couple of weeks ago, would you help us with our um, 5K, you know, family fun walk? I said, absolutely. So we brought Logan to the studio and we shot the commercial and we had fun with that. You know, I was, I think you probably saw it. I was wearing the suit with sneakers, right? Oh, yeah. Um, which is such the Wall Street thing anyway. Um, and, and, you know, he's like, please don't wear the sneakers. And I go, you know, we're having fun. I mean, but you talk, I mean, Jeff, that was two Saturdays ago when it poured buckets. I mean, like literally sheets of rain. And everybody was there. Everybody walked in the downpours. Now, I get it. When it was all over, it, you know, the walk, people left because they were drenched. Yes. But they did it to support the Down Syndrome Association. And I was the MC, and it was fun, and we had a great time. So, look, I will lend my hand to what I consider. And there's lots of worthwhile organizations and charities across sure. Central Virginia. We all know that. That's but there right. are certain things that touch my heart. And kids touch my heart automatically i call me a sucker whatever you want but when it involves kids i'm there and i'm all in and so that was one the other things we do that you know that i do jeff is i do connexus vision which is about giving glasses to kids to help them improve in school and then the other thing we do is the 100,000 meals, the Puritan Cleaners 100,000 meals, which is about giving kids meals through the summer when they can't get those meals, you know, through school, etc. So, I mean, it's kids, it's kids, it's kids. That's what I'm about. Listen, it is such a beautiful part of what you do, and I'm not, uh, I'm not sucking up to you or blowing smoke. I, I admire it, and as the dad to a special needs daughter, what you have done with the dancing. Uh, with the stars, and and you are a star, and I mean, although in all candor, Logan was the star. He made you look good. I think he was carrying you, Donardo. I a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, he was great. And what you've done with uh, 
uh, stand up for the uh, the Down Syndrome Association. I just appreciate it, and I, I wanted everybody to uh, to be aware of that the you know the three people in Central Virginia who didn't see it on uh, Eight News uh, when you were doing it, man, it was beautiful, and uh, your your commitment is just uh, I know it's heartfelt and it's admirable, and uh, we're just we're just thrilled to have uh, more of a uh, a formal relationship on the air. I'll just tell you that. Well, well, Jeff, thank you very much. It's it's our pleasure to be partnered with you. I can't tell you, like I came here 20 years ago and I said, so what local radio stations do we do? Do we do the local you know, news radio, WRVA? Yeah. And they're like, no, we, we, we've never even thought about that. I go, okay, so you're missing the boat. Like we need to be with these guys. And it took 20 years for it to happen. And I'm glad it did. I, you know what's funny is I thought my uh, my six and a half years of pestering Shane and the bosses here had a re- no. You got the record then. Well, either way, uh, it's here, it's real, and uh, we just love having you here, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. We'll and you know I'm, because you're so good, we're going to keep bugging you to jump on if that's okay. Yeah, look, here's the thing. When the weather turns bad, I'll jump on. When the weather is good, I'll jump on. When you want me to talk about more um, wonderful events that we're doing across the area that you're involved in, I'll, t- I'll jump on. You call me, I'll jump on. I love it, man. Listen, give my best to everybody over there at 8 News. And again, thank you so much for everything you're doing on the air and off the air. It's the off the air part that is really touching so many people's hearts. It's just cool. Well, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate the the time this afternoon, and uh, we will talk again, and let's do it soon. Absolutely. That is the great Matt DiNardo, meteorologist over at 8 News, and you're hearing Matt throughout the day now on News Radio WRVA. Uh, He is, well, he's just fantastic. There's no other way to describe it. Uh, What he does off the air, as I said, is, that's what got me. You know, I, I'm a I'm an eight news viewer, so I, I was always watching them. And you know, you get to meet people in the community or at different events. But it was watching Matt these last couple of months with the uh, the whole Dancing with the Stars man. He just oh, just blew it out of the water. He just did great and uh, a super 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 dude. So we're we're just happy to have uh, this this great. Here's a buzzword, but. This great synergy now with our friends at 8 News. It is Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Thursday afternoon, the Robert E. Lee statue from Charlottesville is no more. Uh uh. It was melted down in secret. A furnace operating at 2,250 degrees, according to the Washington Post. And, of course, because the utmost contempt had to be shown for Robert E. Lee by people who don't know a damn thing about Robert E. Lee, of course, they sawed his head off first. Wow. Wow. And make no mistake, it, it is not... Stopping with Confederate statues. How many of us warned others about that? This this is exactly like the Taliban. Just telling you. Not going to be happy till history is completely rewritten. And, and, and guess what? You're not included. Just thought I'd give you a heads up. Uh, Todd in the West End says, Hey, Jeff, at the upcoming Politics and Pints, 
Will you please ask Gutman whether he supports the uh, morons at Harvard or the university task force? Uh, yeah, absolutely I will. Yeah, and Todd, I would tell you, you got uh, some time here uh, until we reconvene at 405. Why don't you jump online, Todd? NewsRadioWRVA.com. NewsRadioWRVA.com. Get your tickets for Politics and Plans presented by Chronic Care of Richmond. We've got a handful of tickets left. I don't want you to uh, miss out on it. It's coming up on Wednesday, and, you know, like all of them, it's going to be a sellout. So please. While we've got some tickets left, uh, don't let them go to waste. Just go grab them. Jeff, uh, I've noticed that uh, Henrico County Sheriff Gregory is no longer in the political ad against Riley Shia. I wonder why. That's Mike and Bottoms Bridge. Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, she does have an opponent, Harold Ford. I think we're going to try and get Harold Ford on again. Uh, be nice to chat with him. He's running as a as an independent uh, a career law enforcement officer. There's so many problems over there that uh, a lot of people are saying you gotta. It's not as bad as the city of Richmond, but man, Henrico County Sheriff's Office, according to many, is is not in a good place. So we'll uh, we'll certainly address all of that. I promise you. Again, you've got some time here. Head on over newsradiowrba.com. Get those tickets for Politics and Pines presented by Chronic Care of Richmond before they're all gone tomorrow morning. My buddy John Reed is going to be uh, out uh, camping with Teddy Roosevelt or something like that. Something may have been lost in translation. I know I'll be listening to him tomorrow at six. Make sure you're there. Okay, three fifty-seven. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. Four oh four, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Thursday afternoon. Great things uh, in the offing uh, tomorrow afternoon. Congressman Rob Whitman will be with us. Uh, figure out what's going on in D.C. Uh, the uh, the Uber leftists, of course, are outraged at the new Speaker of the House. Eh, whatever. I think he's okay. I do. I think he's okay. He used to be a talk show host. So, I mean, really, how bad can he be, right? Uh, he's right on the issues, which is why the leftists are upset. And the fact that the leftists are upset indicates to me, well, he's probably a good guy. Now, what I'm, I'm not interested in is a lot of the same garbage that uh, we have seen over and over and over and over and over again. I don't know exactly how to make it clear to, like, the Republican leadership. Guys, we send you there to do a job. We send you there to get stuff done. And if you're not getting it done, that's fine. Then then move aside and let's get somebody else in there that will. I don't spend all day thinking about continuing resolution number 87 and, and, and House Bill number 309. I want to know, are you getting stuff done? That's all. Yes or no. Sometimes you really do legitimately have yes or no questions. One of the things that uh, you learn during different types of job preparation, as an example, let's say you're a salesperson. And in all candor, whether you want to admit it or not, we, we've all, many of us have said this, right? Everyone's in sales. Eh, one way or the other, everybody's in sales. You're selling yourself. But you want to get information as you're talking to people, right? 
It's one of the things I've tried to develop over the years as an interviewer. I, I want people to tell me things. I, I don't want yes or no answers. I want, I want people to tell me things. Right? Objective or subjective. That being said, sometimes there are real needs for yes or no questions. And this happens to be one of those times to say to the people in D.C., excuse me, are you or are you not getting stuff done? Well, we're, no, 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 no. Here's your, here, here are your options. Yes or no. That's it. That's it. And I, I am hoping that some of these folks in D.C. will actually be getting stuff done. That'd be great. Because I think the time to go in any other direction, the time to just sort of whine and cry and carry on, it's over. But let me give you a little uh, a snippet here. Because this is, I would say it's, it's funny, but uh, all right. How about uh, cut number one, please? Speaker Mike Johnson is 51 years old. He was first elected in 2016, the least experienced of any speaker in more than 140 years. A hard-right conservative, he played a key role in efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Speaker-elect Johnson was a leading voice in the effort to overturn the 2020 election and is now the second in line to the presidency. He heads into the job with the least experience of any speaker in 140 years and immediately faces huge challenges including a looming government shutdown and two wars raging in Israel and Ukraine. The ultra-conservative congressman has questioned funding for Ukraine in the past. He is staunchly anti-abortion rights and has supported the idea of a nationwide abortion ban. He is not in favor of protections for same-sex marriage. He voted against reauthorizing the Violence Against Women Act and against the Bipartisan Infrastructure Bill. And he voted against the Bipartisan CHIPS Act aimed at boosting production of semiconductors here in America. In the early morning hours, after the attack on this Capitol on January 6th, Johnson still voting against certifying President Biden's victory. That earned him respect from former President Donald Trump. Overnight, when Johnson secured the nomination, I tried to ask if he stood by his position, his vote to not certify the election. Mr. Johnson, you helped lead the efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Johnson's fellow Republicans booing and shouting. But it remains a legitimate question for any new speaker. After more than 60 judges, many of them appointed by Trump, reviewed challenges to the election, but repeatedly declared there was no widespread fraud that would have changed the outcome. So I asked him again today about election integrity and whether he would acknowledge Trump lost. Do you acknowledge that Trump lost the election? I think we'll be unified today. I'm excited about it. He didn't answer the question. Today, Democrats saying it's clear why Johnson succeeded where others have failed. This has been about one thing. This has been about who can appease Donald Trump. Oh, God. Who was that woman? I don't even know. Nah, you know what? Don't. No. Jeremy, don't tell me your name. I don't want to know her name. But what a pain in the tuchus. Get a new question. I get it. Man, I only came in. I, nobody else cares. Well, I don't like the fact that he did. I, I got it. This is just a great reminder to so many. There's there's always an agenda. There's always a flipping agenda. 
And once you acknowledge that, I'm telling you, life is so much easier. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I, I am. I am serious as a heart attack. Once you acknowledge that there's an agenda for so many, once you acknowledge there's a whole slew of people that don't like you, um, your life gets better. <laughs> Jim, I want everybody to like me. Well, then you're going to live a very, very, very uh, troubling existence, and you will be continually disappointed. Here's an idea. Instead of demanding or requesting or requiring that everybody like you, how about you live your life? You, you do what you need to do. Make a difference. Uh, get back. I mean, I, I, I can go on and on with all, pe- all kinds of uh, pieces of advice for you if you like. But honest to goodness, once you acknowledge and accept and realize, eh, not everybody's going to like you, you're, you're become much happier. There is something that I do as a public service, and it is a public service. I watch MSNBC so that you don't have to. No, no, no. It's Seriously, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, I, I, I've done it again. Uh, this is that Nicole Wallace. I don't know if she's still pretending to be a Republican. She might be. I don't. I. I. I can't really tell. But just take a listen, if you would, please, to cut number two. There is an historic sort of thud, right? To hear that sentence uttered. There's also something so on brand about the buffoonery, about the fraud. I mean, this is how he rolls. This is what your meticulous Pulitzer Prize-winning reporting yielded. Years and years and years and years and years before this lawsuit even existed. This is the same Trump story. This is the same reaction to reality, which is that Trump, Trump's wealth was never as big as he said it was. All of it came from his father. He squandered and lost a lot of it. He didn't grow it. He actually shrunk it, a word he seems allergic to. And today, the big fraud, as has been found in a court of law, not being described by a news anchor, couldn't take it, couldn't take the heat, lost any ability to control his impulses. I have vishlas, and so all of the training of, of that breed is about impulse control, teaching them not to run after the squirrel and not to roll in horse poop. Trump has less impulse control than a hunting dog. Couldn't keep himself out of trouble. But the story has to be so familiar to you. Actually, ma'am, the story has to be familiar to all of us that you once again have let your Trump derangement syndrome run wild. And in fact, you are so far off base that even your fellow leftists over at the ACLU disagree with you. What? Yep. The ACLU weighing in on this gag order that has been imposed on the former president of the United States of America. And let us not kid ourselves. The folks at the ACLU are hardly part of the vast right-wing conspiracy. They're hardly on board with the uh, re-election efforts of President Donald John Trump. But even the ACLU has now come out and said the gag order imposed on him is absolutely absolutely outrageous unconstitutional do we understand each other on this because i got news for you i got news for you whether you like trump or not 
He is the former president of the United States, and he's leading every announced Republican in the Republican primary and caucus system. And he's leading Joe Biden in many polls for the general election. We don't shut up candidates we don't like. We just don't vote for them. Right? You don't like them? Don't vote for them. I'm okay with that. But we cannot allow anyone to silence Donald Trump. It would seem to me, if you really despise Donald Trump, you would want him to speak because you think everything he says is ridiculous. Most of us would disagree with you, but is what it is. 415, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Filter was. Four twenty-three, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. We're just having a very, very important coffee pot cleaning discussion here at uh, Casa Cats. We have a a 12-cup machine, and uh, what we have found over the last year or two that we've had it, you can only put 11 scoops in. So I religiously put 11 scoops in, and everything works just fine. My lovely bride, on the other hand, is firmly convinced that since the pot says 12, you ought to be able to put 12 in there. And if you, if you put 12 in there and it overflows and gets all clogged up and starts spilling on the floor, it's the pot's fault. Just gonna, I'm just going to leave that there. I'm going to let it hang in the air, and everybody can deal with it anyway they want. Uh, we've got an opportunity to uh, help some of our veterans. We're going to talk about that at 435. Uh, one of the beautiful things about this program, I must say, is the continual, the continual series of opportunities to help people. And uh, I just, I, I love taking advantage of that. I really, honest to goodness, do. Uh, the the task force at Harvard, I referenced this uh, right around three o'clock. If, if you didn't uh, hear that, uh, do yourself a favor. I do have the story posted. If you go to The Jeff Katz Show over on Facebook, The Jeff Katz Show over on Facebook, you'll be able to uh, take a look at that. Uh, 757 sends a text to me, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Hey, Jeff, did we ever hear any of these legacy news media folks say that Nancy Pelosi was ultra-liberal? No, of course not. Of course not. It's only this uh, Mike Johnson who is ultra-conservative. Why, he's this and he's that and he's a Trump this and that. Listen. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All I can tell you, and I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but don't hold your breath waiting for these legacy news media hacks to be fair. They're not. And the sooner that you can wrap your head around that, uh, the better off you're going to be. You're going to be very happy that way. I gave up on that years ago. I've been in this business for 32 years. And I know the sorts of people 
who have been deployed to uh, newsrooms around America. So I'm not the least bit shocked or upset anymore. And that's what I tell my friends who are conservatives, Republicans who are candidates. That's all. That's it. You know what's coming? You you just deal with it. I thought that this uh, brand new Speaker of the House had a really, really inspirational speech the other night. I really do. I thought he was excellent. I'm looking forward to him uh, doing a great job. Uh, We are, I guess, at a point where we've only got a handful of tickets left. I was just uh, chatting with with the boss here. So if you would like to join us for Politics and Pints, presented by Chronic Care of Richmond, now's the time. Right now, jump online to NewsRadioWRVA.com. NewsRadioWRVA.com. Get your tickets now because they are going to be gone in a flash. 426, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Four thirty-six, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a Thursday afternoon. Let me tell you something: weather is absolutely incredible. It's going to be like this for the next couple of days. If you've got the opportunity to get out, get out, enjoy it. Tomorrow afternoon, our uh, buddy Congressman Rob Whitman is going to be here. I just want to get the lay of the land with the new Speaker of the House, see what's up. Uh, We're getting uh, our old pal Brian Kilmeade locked in. So all sorts of uh, really, really, really good stuff coming our way. And this Saturday, there's a special event that is going to be happening to help out veterans in our community. And I I wanted... Uh, Dave Hodge on to talk about this, let everybody know, and uh, hopefully get as many veterans as are able to make it uh, out to this. Dave, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, Jeff. The uh, the pleasure is mine, Dave. So uh, let everybody know what exactly is going on at the VA Medical Center this Saturday. Yeah, sure. This Saturday, uh, we've partnered with the City of Richmond's Office on Aging and Persons with Disability. We have folks from the State Department of Veteran Services coming out, uh, as well as the uh, Virginia Employment Commission. All uh, have joined forces, and we're throwing this event on Saturday. It's titled the uh, Veteran and Family Employment and Resource Fair. Um, so that's starting from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., um, so we'll, we'll have uh, – Dozens and dozens of resources and employers out here for, um, uh, you know, not only veterans, but their family members and members of the public can find something, too. Interesting. So uh, it's going to be sort of a one-stop shop. This is a challenge many times for veterans who are trying to figure out really how to transition from, from active duty or even reserve duty back into that civilian workforce. Yeah, it is. It is quite the transition for some folks, uh, myself included. I went through it um, at one point in my life, and um, uh, I got to see up close and personal that uh, you know uh, sometimes it's it's not only the fault of the system, but it can also be the fault of the of the veteran not taking advantage of the opportunities that are presented to them. So, uh, we we are hoping to have all this uh, all these resources for folks in one stop one stop mm-hmm. shop to to get them whatever they need. So uh, give us an idea what it is that uh, the veterans might be able to to access. Does it help with, uh, I don't know, resumes? Is it just, uh, are there employers? What, 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 who all is coming out for this? Sure. Um, so the Department of Veteran Services uh, for the state will have a few of its entities uh, for both employment and uh, veteran resources available. 
the city of Richmond's Office of Aging and Persons with Disabilities uh, will be bringing a wealth of information and resources to uh, the veteran community um, for, say, seniors, that, mm-hmm. that population. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the, the VA Medical Center here, uh, of course, we offer a full range of uh, uh, resources and healthcare services to veterans. So uh, I think uh, just our facility alone here at the hospital will have about um, 18 to 20 uh, resource tables uh, available. So everything from, like you said, resume writing, employment uh, to uh, uh, specific healthcare needs of research trials that we have going on that veterans can participate in, uh, social work services, we have. Um, uh, as well as a few of our um, tables will be uh, for people looking to be employed at the VA Medical Center. So. Oh, wow. All right. I mean, there there is a pretty sizable staff at the Medical Center, isn't there? There is. Um, uh, you know, healthcare in general is uh, in, in need of um, staff, so uh, we, we're a part of that. We, we are always hiring, pretty much. Wow. Wow. It sounds like a great event. So give everybody the details one more time, if you don't mind, Dave. Sure. This Saturday uh, at the... Central Virginia VA Healthcare System, located in South Richmond at 1201 Broad Rock Boulevard. We'll have um, doors open at 9 a.m. and uh, close at 2 p.m. Okay, and do folks have to register ahead of time? Oh, no, absolutely not. And you, you can just come in at your leisure and, and, and check it all out. We'll have, uh, you know, the coffee shop is open and uh, there'll be a military band there. So it'll be a lively experience. Wow, I love this. Dave, it just sounds like yeah. a fantastic event. I, I appreciate uh, the work that you, you have put into this, that everybody down there has put into it, and uh, I, I sure appreciate you joining us for a couple of minutes to let everybody know. Hopefully it's uh, it's it's packed to the rafters. Yeah, we're expecting a large crowd. So I appreciate you giving us the opportunity to talk about it, Jeff. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. That is Dave Hodge, and that is a great event if you are a veteran or your family member of a veteran. This is uh, happening this Saturday. Again, it's at the uh, the VA Medical Center, 1201 Broad Rock Boulevard, 10 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon. You can go out there, all sorts of resources that are available to you uh, and and some uh, opportunities, in fact, to put in an application if you're thinking about uh, one line of work or the other. So it it just is a great, great opportunity. And... um, I, I would urge you to get down there. It'll be a great day for it. It absolutely will. A couple of uh, things that I want to share with you as we head through the afternoon. Uh, there is a continual anti-Israel, pro-Hamas narrative that is developing. October the 7th was uh, just such a, a, a bloody day that everyone, it seemed, was on the side of those innocent people who had been slaughtered. Well, here we are, October the 26th, 19 days later, and the leftists are going to leftist. Understand something, that this, this world of progressivism has at its core a hatred of Jews. Professor Alan Dershowitz shared that with us yesterday afternoon. Now, I'm talking about the leftists, the progressives. I'm not talking about classical liberals, by the way. Alan Dershowitz is a classical liberal. And there are are many things on which you and I and Alan Dershowitz would disagree. There's no question about that. 
But the leftists, the progressives, as they like to call themselves, they are, to their core, Jew-haters. Anti-Semitism is part and parcel of what they peddle. I want you to take a listen to this developing narrative. Cut number three. Hamas's charter is against a two-state solution because they don't recognize Israel's right to exist. So how can Israel remove Hamas as the government, get rid of its leaders, and try to save the lives of as many people as they can? How can they have an exit strategy, some way to live next door to a Hamas-led enclave? I'm I'm, going to be quite frank here because the seriousness and and the horrific scenes that we're seeing and the pain that we're seeing demands that all of us speak the truth uh we've got to put things in context why did we get to where we are now how many times have we warned that the absence of horizons the absence of of any real chances for a political solution that would again fulfill the legitimate rights of both people is going to drive us into the abyss and it did we are exactly in the space that we've worked for so long and so hard not so, to be in. So, so, so I mean, so just answer your question. Yeah. I, I think offer an alternative. Offer, offer people hope. By the end of the day, whether you're Palestinian or Israeli, mother or father, you just want to live peacefully and, and put food on the table for your kids. Offer a different alternative. Palestinians themselves would say, we want to live in peace. We don't want violence. So that is what needs to be done. And I think we've got to put things in context. And putting things in context is in no way justifying what happened. Let's be clear on that. No, nobody would justify what happened. But we have to learn from the past so that we make sure the future is not is not just another another uh, play of, of and, that well, history is uh, france's uh, president macron is in amman today he was in <clears throat> israel before that he's proposing a coalition of the anti-isis coalition the coalition of fighters that are in iraq and syria which includes americans and a multinational force in gaza is that an option it is not. We need a coalition for peace, to be honest. In, instead of sending arms to the region, let's send delegations that will get the parties back to the Can table. that be done with the Netanyahu government, it, since they say they agree with a two-state solution, but they keep expanding settlements? I, I think we're, we're, we're hoping that now, with, with the enormity of the tragedy that has befallen both the Palestinians and the Israelis, that people would speak up and will say, don't have our lives hostage to political ambitions and to political aspirations. Think instead of, again, instead of sending weapons, let's send peace delegations. Support Israel, but you are not supporting Israel by supporting this war. And I'm not saying you, I'm talking to those who are. Support Israel by making sure that we have a path to peace. That is how we protect Israelis who want to live in peace, and that's how we protect Palestinians who want to live in peace. Yeah. Here, let me, let, let me tell you something there, uh, uh, champ. I support Israel. I condemn you because you are a terrorist. I condemn Andrea Mitchell because she's a left-wing hack. But even she did not go along with your nonsense. Yes, she had to take a shot at Bibi Netanyahu because she is an unrepentant leftist. But even she saw through the bullcrap that you were peddling. Even an MSNBC hack wouldn't go along with it. That tells you just how twisted and deranged you really are. It is 445. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. 452, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. A couple of moments ago, we heard a, uh, a spot from John Lumpkins. John Lumpkins is the Republican running for Commonwealth's attorney in Goochland County. And I got to tell you something. I, I have paid so much attention this time to the races for Commonwealth's attorney in Central Virginia, more than I ever have. 
more than I ever have. Why? Because communities are getting more dangerous. And places that you would not expect to become more dangerous are becoming more dangerous. And it's not because of the frontline law enforcement personnel. It's because of the Commonwealth attorneys. And Goochland County is a prime example of that. I know there's, uh, there's an event this weekend for the incumbent, uh, Mike Caudill. And, you know, there's some, some good people. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're all, I, I guess, uh, Central Virginia. Everybody seems to know everybody, right? So I'm looking at some of the folks who are going to be there. I'm thinking, well, they're, they're good people. They're not bad people. But I don't think they're well aware. I don't think they're aware at all of what's really going on in Goochland County and how poorly the Office of Commonwealth's Attorney has been functioning in Goochland County. Because that's the only way you could stand and support this Mike Caudill. If you were either blissfully unaware of what's going on, or you just don't care, or you haven't spoken with any of the members of the Goochland County Sheriff's Office. There comes a point where you've got to pay attention to this stuff. Now, why do I care about what's happening in Goochland County, right? Because I don't live there. I, I mean, I don't live there, so why should I care? Well, when so many deputy sheriffs from Goochland County reach out to you, all variety of human beings, let me tell you something. There's nothing that ties them together except that each and every one of them is serving on the front lines as a member of the Goochland County Sheriff's Office. When when they come to you separately, there's no organization, they separately go, man, any chance you can let them know, let people know what's going on with the Goochland CA and what a terrible job he's doing and how he's undercutting the sheriff's office all the time? And I thought, well, first time I heard that, you know, it's probably just one guy. Had a, had a run-in of some sort with the, the CA. But it's, it's just been nonstop. And, you know, Caudill said, well, I, I, I didn't get along with the old sheriff. All right. You know what? I'm, I'm willing to give that, give that one to him and say, yeah, you know what? Not everybody gets along with everybody. Sometimes you want to want to work with somebody, but it's not really working well. And you say, eh, OK, so I give him that one. That's like a mulligan. But then it's, oh, I don't get along with the current sheriff either. Huh. Well, that's problematic. And he doesn't get along with the circuit court clerk either. And he says he's a Republican, but he turns his back on the Goochland County Republican Party. So, man, I just don't get it. Except that, having heard from huge numbers of Goochland County deputy sheriffs, the sheriff of Goochland County, the past sheriff of Goochland County, the circuit court clerk of Goochland County, and leading Republicans in Goochland County, I thought, well, there you go. <laughs> I, I think you gotta, you got to stand up and vote for John Lumpkins. That's all. Been on the board of soups, done a great job would restore some uh, professionalism, some order, some respectability to the office of the Commonwealth's attorney. 
So again, I don't live in Goochland County. I don't have a vote. But people have asked me, well, if you did live in Goochland County, how'd you vote for uh, CA? I would vote for John Lumpkins. Simple as that. We'll probably be talking about all of this at Politics and Pints, presented by Chronic Care of Richmond. Now, there are only a handful of tickets left, so I would really, really urge you to take the time now during this break. Go to NewsRadioWRVA.com, NewsRadioWRVA.com. Get yourself your tickets. You get a pint. You get a great show. It's uh, coming up this Wednesday, 7 p.m., the historic Beacon Theater in Hopewell. Only way to get your tickets, only way to get your tickets is to go to NewsRadioWRVA.com. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Five oh four. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is Friday Eve. Come on, we got to start this uh, movement. Thursdays are so difficult, problematic, but Thursday Eve sounds great. Uh, I will tell you that uh, on the big program tomorrow, because it is Friday, my brother from another mother, Stan Andrewski, will be here at 435. During the week, you find him over at Certified Auto Repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the Lakeside section of Henrico. Of course, Saturday morning, Stan's big show in the garage with Stan Andrewski. Great, great program. God, I love that show. But uh, Stan will be here tomorrow at 435. Congressman Rob Whitman will be here at 405. We'll try and figure out, well, like what's going on in D.C. We've got a new House speaker who seems to be a pretty good guy. Uh, the right people like him and the right people dislike him, which says to me, okay, he seems like uh, the guy. So let's get some stuff done. Let's fix a few things because a lot of stuff that's broken. Although, did anybody else notice that for the three weeks we did not have a Speaker of the House, the country did not exactly fall apart. Did you notice that? Everything kept going exactly as it normally goes. And then I was thinking, well, that being the case, maybe uh, maybe we don't, we don't really need a Speaker of the House. I don't know. I know that the big payoffs for, uh, for Ukraine weren't happening. Uh, so there were, well, there were a couple of people who were upset about that. Uh, Joe Biden and the uh, the Biden crime family, obviously, very upset that their their payoffs to Ukraine were not happening. Uh, Vladimir Zelensky, bet you he was upset. Former Virginia Governor Jim Gilmore, I'm sure he was upset. But other than that, I don't think there are very many people all that upset that the uh, the payouts to Ukraine were paused. And this idea that this doofus president we have wants to tie the uh, the payoffs to Ukraine together with helping out the one, the one reliable American ally in the Middle East. Oh, it's all together, and Ukraine's getting more. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because Biden and La Josa Nostra are up to their beady little eyeballs and in involvement with Ukraine. That's why. And there's nobody in uh, Israel, I guess, that has... Uh, Anything on Biden that would make him uh, provide more money? Yeah. You know, it's part of the stuff we'll talk about at uh, Politics and Pints, presented by Chronic Care of Richmond. It's coming up on Wednesday. Uh, it's, it's amazing that it's coming up so fast, but it is. It's going to be Wednesday. Uh, and here's the way this works. We only sell tickets online. That's just the way it's been since we started this thing five-plus years ago. NewsRadioWRVA.com is how you get your tickets. NewsRadioWRVA.com. We never have tickets at the door. 
we don't we don't have any other way to get them, so you just go online, newsradiowrva.com. And, and I'm telling you now, as sure as I'm sitting here, you don't want to miss it. It will be great, great fun. Uh, I am thinking that after uh, 24 years of marriage, is that only thing I can, yeah, I think it's 24 years, uh, I, I, I may have to get divorced. Well, no, let me explain this now. No, don't get too upset too fast, but it's it's a major bone of contention, I just realized. So I'm, I'm meandering through the house during the break, and I'm wearing a, a Mitch and Murray real estate shirt, which I purchased for myself. And and, and the, the bride, Heidi, looks at me and goes, what's Mitch and Murray real estate? I said, it's Mitch and Murray. Who are they? Who are they? It's Mitch and Murray downtown. What? And I thought, well, that's it. It's we're we're done. I got to leave. No, she's got to leave. No, we both got to leave. Oh, well, that defeats the whole purpose. Well, I don't know. Somebody's going to have to leave, or this is the other option. We actually sit down, and uh, I will watch for about the five hundredth time. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and she apparently will watch for the first time. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Coffee is for closers. A I D I. Attention. Do I have your attention? I can't go further than that because I'll be doing too much Alec Baldwin. But if you've not seen Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, uh, number one, yes, there's something wrong with you. It's, it's a character flaw. But number two, it's easily remedied. Watch that movie. It is one of the best movies of all time. You know, it was a stage, it was a Broadway show, David Mamet, it was in the West End. It has an absolutely incredible cast. Some of the best performances anywhere. Oh, So anyway, that was it. Just a little uh, little, little problem I had as I was walking through the house. Uh, did you hear the, uh, the ABC news people correct themselves on that whole... <laughs> silly little hospital thing you know where they hey you know the 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 muslim militant terrorist group blew up the hospital and it wasn't really the hospital it was in the parking lot and there were five billion people killed i was like no it was uh, i don't know maybe 50 and and still you know if you're one of the 50 or part of your family's one of the 50 i understand that's a problem but take a listen to uh, abc as they are quote correcting themselves uh cut number three please and about that explosion at the Gaza hospital, the U.S. intelligence community, and here's that moment that it happened, now believing it was an errant Palestinian missile that hit that hospital, not an Israeli bomb. They also now believe the death toll was likely far lower than initially reported. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you for clearing that up. Another bottom feeder. Oh, my God. You know who I'm having a little bit of um, respect for these days? And I, I, I'll tell you what, I'm shocking myself. But it's true. Chris Cuomo over on News Nation. And that reminds me, we should get Leland back. Leland Vivert uh, has been with us a number of times. I used to be on his uh, show when he was doing whatever the show was on Fox. And uh, now he's over at News Nation. But anyway, yeah, Germ, that's somebody that you got to reach out to. Leland over at uh, News Nation. Uh, where Cuomo's got his uh, show now. I don't know if Chris Cuomo has just learned from the crap that he used to peddle at CNN that that's not the way to go, or maybe they're just giving him a freer hand to maybe be more honest. Take a listen to cut number four. 
and and this actually elevates the obligation of the mainstream media entities right because there's so much information out there there's going to be so much disinformation out there that places like the new york times in my view take on a greater responsibility to get this stuff right and you know they're not even really apologizing. They're just saying, well, you know, in the early days, we probably should have been a little more careful. I mean, I'm going to talk about this later in the show with uh, Bill Carter, who was at the New York Times as the media reporter for a long time. But, you know, they're basically still saying, well, you know, it's two-sided. It's all two-sided about the hospital. We don't know. You know, it's still unclear. They say this and they say that. And I am concerned uh, about a lot of these mainstream media uh, entities not taking the leadership role that they need to in getting this stuff right. I've never seen a terror organization get the kind of deference that Hamas is getting right now. Yep. I've never I've never reported on the well, the Taliban says that. Uh, right. Never. And they were in control of a region and they're, they're as much, you know, uh, installed as a, a power base as Hamas is. I can't even believe that we say the armed wing of Hamas <laughs> as opposed to what wing? Right. Uh, and, you know, where I hear what's happening on the college campuses here. I get it. But if you feel that way, uh, then go live on a Native American <laughs> reservation. And help them because they're dealing with suffering also. Well, but Palestine's getting carpet bombed. I know they're getting carpet bombed. But what would you what would America do after 9-11? What did we do? Yep. We weren't in an existential threat. We weren't surrounded on all sides. Imagine if the college campuses had gone off then like they did now. What would have happened on those campuses? It's a really interesting time, Dan. I just don't get the reason of it. Wow. Holy crap. Baloney, man. Good for Cuomo. Good for Dan Abrams. Uh, I'm here to tell you, neither one of them is a member of our vast right-wing conspiracy. That's for damn sure. No, I, I, I got uh, some newfound respect for both Dan Abrams and Chris Cuomo as a result of that. Solid kudos to them. Telling the truth, not being afraid to tell the truth, calling out Hamas exact for exactly what they are. Wow. Whether you realize it or not, that takes, unfortunately at this point, a certain amount of, uh, well, as Vince McMahon used to say, testicular fortitude. It is 514, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. 521. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. Quick reminder about that text line, 833 804 1140. 833 804 1140. Uh, 804 says, Jeff, Lindsey Graham will be upset. Make no mistake about that if there's no payoff to Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a a good point. Uh, Mike says, Jeff, this two state solution does not and will not ever work, as history has proven. The only state solution is for Israel to wipe out the terrorist savages, wipe them off the face of the planet. I stand with Israel. Well, I stand with you, Mike. I'm Yisrael Chai. Jeff, I say bupkis for Ukraine until Israel and the United States are straight and there's a total accounting. Wouldn't it be nice to know where all these billions of dollars we've uh, provided to Ukraine have gone? I think we have to look at that. I think we should be looking at that. I'm hoping this new Speaker of the House will pay attention to that. I don't think there's any benefit to it. Do you? Now, there's no benefit for me because I'm not part of La Josa Nostra, the Biden uh, crime syndicate there. 
Man, this is uh, some difficult stuff. Very difficult stuff. There's an article. I'm going to post it over at uh, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. It's from the New York Post. And it just, I'm telling you, speaks to me in a way that, uh, well, it says, rather than predict, uh, protecting Jews, authorities are telling us to hide again. I shared with you my story. Mr. and Mrs. Barg lived next to us, survivors of the Holocaust. Mrs. Barg and so many other of the, uh, the elderly Jewish women in the community would have these little push carts, and they'd walk up to the supermarket, and there were some, some Jew-hating punks that were attacking them, screaming at them, telling them Hitler didn't do enough. He should have finished the job. They're going to put them back in the ovens. And there were some of us, young men, who said, we're not going to put up with that. And the JDL, the Jewish Defense League, said, well, we're going to teach you how to fight so that you can help protect these, these older Jewish women. And the discussion I had with my mom and my dad, my mom was like, oh, no, 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 don't do that. We just shouldn't make any waves. We'll just, you know, we'll, we'll stay in the house. We just, we won't provoke them. My father, damn right you're going to go and learn how to fight. And so every Wednesday evening for a while, the basement of a local synagogue I walked to about two blocks away, JDL was there, instructors, teaching us how to fight. And we walked with those old women. And they were old. I'm sorry, they were old. But we walked with them and we protected them from those punks. We weren't going to hide. And now, students in New York City are being told to hide. Stay at home. Stay behind closed doors. You've seen the images, have you not? Students at Cooper Union having to uh, barricade themselves inside a library because pro-Hamas thugs are screaming at them that they're going to put them in the ovens. There's a march scheduled for this Saturday in front of the Brooklyn Museum. It's one mile, one mile from the world headquarters of uh, Lubavitch uh, Hasids, the Hasidim. It's a big Orthodox Jewish organization. There are 20,000 observant Jews who live in that community. And pro-Hamas dirtbags are going to be marching there. What did the police say? Oh, Jews should definitely avoid the area. Really? The New York City Police Department is telling the Jews of Brooklyn they're at risk and they cannot protect them and they should stay in their homes. Lock the doors. Close the curtains. I'm here to tell you, no. I've said it before and I say it again. We need more JDL and less ADL. And this idea that Jews should just hide, hide behind closed doors, nonsense. Never again. Never again. All right. 
You've got a chance here, as I remind you during these little breaks, go to newsradiowrva.com online, get your tickets for Politics and Pints presented by Chronic Care of Richmond. We've got uh, a revisit. Matt DiNardo from 8 News was with us a little bit earlier, and, and he was just so much fun. I thought everybody should have the chance to hear him. So 535, we'll replay that little uh, chat we had with uh, Matt DiNardo from uh, ABC 8. It is 526, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. Five fifty one, Jeff Gatz, News Radio WRBA. I uh, I put up that New York Post piece. It's it's on Facebook. Uh, you, actually, you know what? You can look for it on uh, Radio Cats, Radio Cats on Facebook. I'll put it up on the show page as well. But it was one of those things. I, I got to tell you that uh, it just spoke to me on on so many different levels because I've seen this up close and personal. And some people just discount these things. Well, well, what's the big deal? You just, you know, you stay inside for a while. Well, why should anybody be forced to hide because of their religion? And that's what the New York City Police Department is telling the 20,000 Jewish residents in this area in Brooklyn, in Crown Heights. Telling them, well, just stay inside. Just don't come out on Saturday while the pro-Hamas people are marching. And they're telling them that because they've said quite clearly, we can't protect you. We can't protect you. Well, that's your job. We can't protect you. We can't promise you that you will be safe walking to the supermarket. We, we can't tell you that we will be able to protect you as you walk to wherever it is that you are going to walk. You're going to go to services on Saturday. Now, this uh, pro-Hamas terrorist uh, protest is supposed to happen at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So, I mean, for the most part, services would be done. But nonetheless, what if you were doing something at your local synagogue, your local shul? You're telling me that we should behave like Anne Frank did, right? Anne Frank hid in an attic for two years. Because she hoped to be alive. How, how is that what we're aiming for? How is it even humanly possible to tell a group of our fellow Americans, you can't come out in public? Wow. Now, the New York City Police Department, so that you know, is the largest municipal police department in America. 30,000 plus. What they should have said was, we will deploy 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 extra cops that day so that this mob of pro-Hamas thugs doesn't accost you. Instead, the New York City Police Department said, just stay inside. Just stay inside. Just beware the mob of thugs. Just hide. Just hide like Anne Frank did in that attic. Just don't come outside. Where does this end, do you think? 
I mean, wouldn't it be more convenient for the New York City police officers who are not going to protect the Jews to know that those people with the yellow stars pinned to their coats are the Jews that they're not going to protect? I'm just here to tell you, never again. Never again. If you want to take a look at that piece, uh, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook, take a look at it over there, or, or Radio Cats on Facebook. Either one will uh, will get you there. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, Congressman Rob Whitman is going to be with us. Looking forward to uh, chatting with him. Thanks again to uh, Matt DiNardo for taking time out of his day to be here today. What a great, great dude. Uh, really a lot of fun chatting with him another great dude that i love chatting with my friend john reed who will be here first thing tomorrow morning 6 a.m make sure you are here for that and a good opportunity for you to snatch up the few remaining tickets for politics and pints presented by chronic care of richmond now's the time to get them the event is wednesday we only have a couple of tickets left i would go right now newsradio wrva.com and get your tickets before they are all gone Weather is beautiful, my friends. Go out, enjoy it, have a fantastic evening. God willing, you and I get the chance to do this all over again tomorrow, starting at 3. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRB. Adios and via con Dios. Going home now to stay. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.